Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, 2017. This is episode 48, a big problem in public schools today. I had a conversation recently with a supervisor of performing arts in a school district, a very near and dear friend of mine. And we were discussing different topics in music, the political climate going on in New Jersey right now, where we're going to be uh, getting a new governor at the end of this year. Obviously, the president, that was something that came up. I think it's tough to have a lot of conversations these days where that doesn't come up. And uh, unfortunately, politics do seem to make their way into a lot of our conversations these days. But we veered off topic. And one of the questions that he asked me was... What do I feel is one of the biggest problems or biggest issues in public education today? There are a lot of different things that you can look at. We could point towards the, what I think is insane amount of stress placed on children and the expectations that they have. I know that the workload that a high school student has to do compared with what I had to do when I was in high school, like night and day. Now, I'm not the best example because I wasn't a great student when I was in high school. But even still, when I'm seeing high school students doing five and six hours of homework a night, it's it's a little bit absurd. And that seems to be in a lot of places. We could point to test scores, state testing, the SATs, ACTs, ABCs, one, two, threes. There are a lot of different tests that, again, cause a lot of stress for students. And now in New Jersey, the state testing on the current uh, barometer they're using is called the PARC. P-A-R-C-C, not only tests the students, but takes the students' scores and grades the teachers. The teachers actually receive a grade based on the scores of their students, which is in so many ways ludicrous, because you will have students that know that they're not getting an A, B, C, D, or F on this test. They frankly couldn't care less, and it will reflect poorly on the teacher's grade, which is really silly. There are various other issues going on. Bullying is a massive problem. We know this. It's not getting any better. There are all these campaigns out there. 
and you know you look on the on school sites and you'll see the anti-bullying specialists and HIV coordinator and then you, you find out within two or three weeks of school that so-and-so is being unmercifully bullied whether it's cyberbullying or something going on in school or it's on the bus uh, you know it just goes on and on and it, it, it's not getting any better it really is not getting any better I can say that as a teacher of 20 years but no th- those were not the things that actually came to mind first the very first thing that came to my mind was fear and more specifically another word the L word the word that administrators and boards of education do not like and that is liability as the average citizen is getting more and more educated on the law on the responsibility of school districts and so many different factors associated with the well-being of their child liability is a major major issue in the schools and there could be a case that a lot of the other things are a distant second school districts do not want to be sued under any circumstances the fallout in terms of attention through the media the fallout in terms of perception by people in the community and families that will not move into a town if they know that it's been documented that a school district has received bad press and liability and any issues that potentially occur under the auspices of a school district are a major problem. The sad thing is it only takes one. It only takes one student. It only takes one angry, crazed, lunatic parent. It only takes one incident. It only takes one boneheaded decision. Think about the course of an entire school year and how many days there are in the school year, how many hours there are in a day, how many minutes there are in an hour, how many students are inside the building or outside the building for a little while and think about all of the things that could potentially go wrong child falls in the playground splits his or her chin wide open 
Who's liable? Who is liable? A floor had to be mopped for some reason. Custodian has the cone up that says warning that it's that it's a wet surface, but the child that was walking by is in first grade. And their feet get wet, they go into a stairwell, fall down the flight of stairs. Who is liable? Child is playing high school football, and we unfortunately have seen this happen too many times. And something occurs, the child collapses on the field, and then there's something that happens. Long-term illness, brain damage, paralyzed, death. Who is liable? Because once that question is answered, we know what's coming up next. A lawsuit. And no school district wants to be in that situation. It's one of the reasons that one of my previous podcast episodes talked about being proactive in your classroom, not reactive. The worst things you can do as a person is be reactive. If you're living your life in a reactive way, you really need to take a good look at things. Because if you're having to react to everything all the time, you're probably stressed, really stressed. You're probably finding yourself in horrible situations constantly. Now, if you're proactive, you can make those situations less likely to occur. I try to be as proactive as I possibly can in all of my classroom settings for this precise reason. All the little things to try to create a safe environment. Things that happened or could have happened 20, 25, 30 years ago, they don't fly in today's society. They just don't. And everyone is fearful. If you as a teacher allow a child during their snack time to eat another child's snack, that snack happens to have peanuts in it, and the other child didn't know and is allergic to peanuts, has a reaction, who is liable? Guess we can point to the teacher, or is it the teacher? Is it going to come back to the principal? Is it going to come back to the superintendent? Who is liable? I can tell you this much. I have known of situations where people have been fired from school districts for situations just like those. Because 
when it comes to that type of situation and you weren't the person who ultimately caused it and your job is ultimately on the line, 99 times out of 100, that person's going to throw the other person right under the bus because he or she does not want to be held responsible or liable for what just occurred. There are too many people in education, and what I mean by that is specifically teachers who do not view things in the mindset of an administrator. Administrators are wired with this. They know about all of these liabilities. And I have certainly had administrators who have backed me up before with situations that were not my fault, but I was involved in some way because it was in my classroom. Uh, I can think of a situation, didn't happen to me, but it happened to a colleague this past year where students went onto iPads and they pulled up some very inappropriate websites on iPads. It turns out that it was inadvertent. They didn't do it on purpose. You know, who's liable? A teacher wound up getting in trouble. A teacher wound up being written up. So, the biggest problem in public education today, yeah, I think a lot of those other things are going to take a back seat to fear and liability. As you're starting your new school year, think more carefully about those two words, particularly through the eyes of an administrator.